Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. We're all really busy. You know, there are times that seem overwhelmingly busy. It seems we are working each hour of the day to get to the next hour, hoping we have all organized and have placed things in the right place. Because of feeling this way, an article caught my eye. I came across an article in Forbes magazine by Mark Murphy called, If You Haven't Tried Time Batching, You'll Be Shocked at How Quickly It Improves Your Productivity and Happiness. I enjoyed the read and want to share some actions that Mark wrote about. It helped me think about focusing my time differently. I hope his recommendations help you. When we manage our time, we constantly fight our own distractions and being interrupted. We become frustrated because we fail to balance our time among the variety of work that we need to accomplish. And some of that work requires deep thinking. Other work requires a different mental processing skill. For me, deep thinking gets placed on the back burner to manage through tasks that take less time to complete or to manage through interruptions and distractions that occur during the day that aren't necessarily calendared. So I'm frustrated that I have limited time for deep thinking on work that is needed for me to contribute to our organization as the executive leader and and to the clients that I serve. And one of my colleagues, Deborah, continues to convince me to schedule that time on my calendar. And she's right. And I need to listen to her, which is aligned to what Mark presents to us. And trying to get to deep thinking, we find ourselves with 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. And we all know that simply doesn't work. I found myself flipping through my calendar, looking at what each day has in store. I see back-to-back meetings and calls and a 30-minute opening here and there. Here's what's funny. I come back to my calendar a second or maybe a third time thinking that I'm going to see something different on the screen so that I can find that place to balance my time. I recently updated my color codes on my Outlook calendar to to see if that helped. And the colors of those two areas happened to be harsh green and red. And that, that was even more upsetting because even the colors built frustration and stress. Mark Murphy writes about a time management trick called time batching. He promotes we can reduce a great deal of mental exhaustion and achieve significantly greater levels of productivity when we practice time batching. He tells us that getting continuous time to concentrate doesn't just make us more productive, it also drastically improves our mental wellness. In his book, How Does Your Time Management Skills Stack Up? Mark provides an opportunity for readers to take an online quiz. Thousands of people have taken the quiz, and here are some findings. About 71% of people report frequent interruptions when they're working. And people who can block out those interruptions are about 52% more likely to end their workday feeling like today was a really successful day. We all should be leaving work feeling like we had a successful day. Now, these two statistics caught my attention. Mark claims that it's not just interruptions we need to stop. We also need to reduce the switching costs incurred by jumping from one type of work to another. Mark refers to a study by researchers at the University of Michigan, which shows that we lose significant time when we switch from one task to another. When the task is complicated, the loss is higher. 
So switching tasks can occur quickly, but can be exhausting. The researchers found that all this mental switching could cost 20 to 40% of a person's potential efficiency. This research really caught my attention. I naturally asked, what can I do to stop switching tasks? How can I manage how to schedule time to reduce exhaustion? I've been asking myself this this question on most evenings, you know, why am I so tired? And then my paranoia takes shape thinking, oh, I must be sick, have a bad illness. This article helped me see that it's my inability to manage time in the most efficient and productive way that could contribute to feeling exhausted. I've read several time management books and articles, and to my chagrin, nothing has helped me manage time in a way that helps me manage my energy level as well. This article seemed different. I realized that I own my way of managing my time and I own my own change. But this article gave me a strategy that can work. Mark Murphy recommends a way to manage our schedules using this technique called time batching. He suggests that we group together mentally and intellectually similar tasks and then block out a period of time, even if it's only 20 minutes, to focus only on those items that are grouped together. This is one of the best time management tactics I've read about. Why? Because it's doable, whereas many time management tactics feel more like a New Year's resolution. You try to apply and commit to an approach, and within a few weeks, you're back to old habits. Why? Because they just sometimes seem impractical. But I believe time batching is practical, and it's worth a try. Here's what Mark recommends and what I'm going to practice. He first recommends that we sort our task by mental and intellectual distinctions. He suggests we spend some time tracking our time to understand how we spend our time. And that's what we have scheduled. And also it could be what we've missed because we couldn't fit that task into our schedule. So here are some of my buckets. Deepest thinking. The most intensive thought for larger projects such as books, toolkits, research articles, internal strategic preparation, innovation. And then deep thinking, content development for client preparation, internal team preparation, podcast blogs, webinars, articles. The client interaction, the actual time I spend with clients consulting and coaching and interacting. Internal team meetings and team time, the actual time I spend with my team, including team meetings and one-on-one meetings, administrative work, returning emails, managing budgets, and doing operational work, professional development. Sometimes it's company requirements or it's new skills I need to learn or conferences, just to reading, just to learn something new. Each of these buckets contains work that requires a similar type of thinking within the bucket. When I created these buckets, here's what I noticed. I seldom work on the deepest and deep thinking buckets during the week. I tell myself if I can get through the week doing my other tasks, I can shift those items to weekend work where I have longer periods of uninterrupted time. What I've not done is build my schedule around time bucketing. Here's what that means. Mark tells us we want to avoid scheduling work in a way that we hop back and forth between different buckets of work. The cognitive activity associated with each of these buckets is different. And when we switch back and forth, we become more exhausted because we're spending more mental energy trying to get into the right frame of mind for the work. And we're having to move that mental energy 
back and forth, back and forth. Also, the more we switch, the more mistakes we make. And gosh, you know what? The longer it takes us to do any one job. Also, the way we schedule certain times to certain tasks needs to align to the type of mental effort required. So for example, my deepest thinking, I need larger blocks of time. I need to think about this bucket similar to to the time I allot to being on site with clients. My attention is 100% focused on the client when I'm scheduled to be on site with them. Also for deep thinking or those shorter items for content development, blocking morning time is best for me. And I need to honor that time for the debt task and I need to calendar it. Mark tells us that even blocking 30 minutes of time for deep thinking could generate significant results. Even if that time has to be planned, it has to be blocked. Again, it has to be honored, even if it's a small amount of time. What part of the complex task could we accomplish with deep thinking in a 30-minute time block? And remember, I don't need to put that 30-minute time block in between two time blocks that require different mental levels of thinking. And finally, Creating these buckets helped me see what I could delegate to others and where I could solicit help from our team. I know this is just a start for me to change my behavior. I own making these changes and I need to stick to bucketing my time and checking myself. I don't know about you. When I have a framework to work from, I do better work. I appreciate Mark Murphy sharing his thoughts in this article. He helped me. I hope his time bucketing approach helps you. So what are your buckets? How could you use these bucketed times to reduce the exhaustion expended when moving in and out of different mental processes? How do you schedule time around the buckets that could help you leave the day less exhausted and stressed? We all deserve to find a way to balance our lives and feel energized. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcasts. Also hook into our weekly roundtables and virtual conferences coming in March, April, and May by connecting to events on our Studer Education website. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.